0: Pop on a small bit. is funded by the Arts Council. Episode 8. Ding Dongs. Merrily on High. So, one day, last November, I came home from work to very high drama because Will had been given a really small part in the school Christmas play again. He was going to be a farmer in Jack and the Beanstalk with one line which was, wait for it, nice pies lad. And the normally calm to the point of being unconscious Elliot, who was a little bit overworked and tired, had finally reached some kind of breaking point. Five years I've been waiting, five years. Five years of Christmas plays at every year, every year our child is overlooked again. I was a bit taken aback by his vitriol and then I began to get a bit worked up about it myself. You're right, I whispered back. You're totally fucking right. We were whisper screaming in the kitchen because we didn't want Will to hear us and think we were somehow disappointed in him. Mummy, Will called. Toby had to go home early from school today because he caught his school tie in the fly of his trousers. He what? He nearly pulled his own head off, and while he was screaming, everyone got to see his bow diddly ding dong. Well, you must have some kind of homework to do. Nope, he said. I closed the door to Elliot's study. I'm writing an email in here, Elliot whispered. And what are you going to say? Elliot had a very good way with words, especially when giving mister Mullins the school principal a dressing down. "'He usually worked up slow and calm and then gathered speed "'so that by the end he was hitting Mr Mullins on the back of the head "'with a verbal frying pan.' I'm going to say that for five years. Five years I've sat through play after play. For five long years I've been patient. I've been generous. I've clapped and applauded. And now, once again, our child, once again, he's overlooked, passed over, ignored. I know. I was whisper interrupting now and helping him to stay fully worked up with the same kids in the lead roles, all of them overacting and their parents all lit up in the front seats. I started counting the kids off on my fingers. Aaron, Ellie... "'Hannah, it's the same kids with the big parts every time. "'And the bloody parents,' Elliot interjected. "'Oh, don't mention them.' "'Which reminds me, who is that guy in the front row with the cycling helmet?' "'For five long years I've been looking at the back "'of a giant piece of reinforced plastic.' "'I call him the crash-test dummy,' Elliot said. "'Will would be great on the stage,' I added. "'He would be fantastic on stage,' his father agreed.' Neither one of us wanted to think back to any of Will's previous performances. He was a reindeer in the Montessori school play and all the little kids came out dressed as fairies and elves and reindeer except for one reindeer who refused to put on his antlers and came in holding the teacher's hand and crying his head off. At age five he was a shepherd in the nativity play and while all the other little children sang their hearts out he stood stock still and stared like a rabbit in the headlights. There was a rabbit in the manger, Elliot said afterwards. Anyway, Jack and the Beanstalk was kicking off at 2pm and the night before I said, Elliot, I'm getting a front row seat this year if it bloody kills me. Mommy, Will interrupted suddenly, is bastard a bad word? Uh, yeah, that wouldn't be a great one to use. Well, I didn't know it was a bad word. And where exactly did you hear it? "'at Toby's house, and sometimes Daddy says it when we're in traffic. "'Oh, really? He called a driver a dopey bastard once. "'He rolled down the window and he shouted it out. "'Thanks a lot, buddy,' Elliot said. "'I've only said it myself once,' Will said, "'and he was speaking very quietly now. "'Not you, too,' I said, sounding very shocked. "'Yeah, I was trying to get my rocket to blast off in KSP "'and I whispered, "'Come on, you bastard!' Oh, and at my birthday party last year, Matthew called Jamie a fat bastard. Will, do you have your costumes ready for tomorrow, I asked, because i had really heard enough about bastards. Mommy, I have three costumes now. I'm a huntsman, a shepherd and a farmer. Sounds like my average week, I said. After five years of attending school Christmas plays, this would be the first time I would ever be in the front row and be able to actually see my son. So I got there a full hour too early. I had to do about a hundred kegels to pass the time. Then I saw the other mothers gathering and I realised that having arrived a full hour ahead of the performance I could still be bumped out of the front row. So I sprang out of the car, dragging my bag and coat with me and then actually had to push two of the mothers out of my way when they paused for a quick chat at the school door. Excuse me, one of them gasped. Sorry, I called out gaily but I didn't slow down. As it happened, the father with the helmet who had blocked my view for the previous five long years was already in the front row again. And while I was happy to acknowledge that there wasn't much between us in terms of general assholery, he was, I have to admit, a special kind of asshole on a bike. I was beginning to wonder if he was sitting there all year. Will had one play date with his daughter once, and when we invited little Amelia May back, she said, "'The park and then pizza.' Is that like it? I mean, is that like the play date? Then as we got closer to our house, she said, That hotel would be so much nicer if there was water around it. What hotel was she talking about? Elliot asked. The council flats, I said. Will was his excellent self in the play, and it was actually quite touching to see him give us all to an activity he so clearly disliked. And when I saw how many solo numbers Jack had to sing, I could kind of see why our boy was selling pies and saying nice pies, lad. He could sing like an angel, all right, but in front of a crowd of mugging parents, anything could happen. He'd already told me that he would not be joining in in ding-dongs merrily on high because the words were just too weird. It was all going very well until all the classes gathered on the stage at the end, and by now Will was a nativity shepherd. Mary was holding the baby but she didn't seem very interested and she passed it on to Will who looked as if he'd been handed a bomb. There was a moment's quiet between songs and then a loud clunk as the baby's head fell off and landed on the stage. Oh fuck, Mary the mother of God said. Will meanwhile had disappeared mysteriously and then in some pre-planned act of subversion surfaced again Wearing a pair of red flashing devil horns. Christmas Eve finally came, and we sent Will to bed. And just as we had fallen into the deepest of deep sleeps, some time after midnight, he woke up again. He came running into our room at high speed, crying his head off because it was still the middle of the night and he was too early for Santa. And of course, like the good parents we are, we reassured him and cuddled him and kissed him and put him back into bed. But he came back in again. So we sent him back to bed. And he came in again. We sent him back to bed. He began crying then, and I got out of our bed and into his. I told him to count backwards from 100, and then when he reached one, he should start again. I got back into our own bed. Elliot mumbled, What the hell is wrong with him, without actually waking? Will came in again. Elliot left our bed in a kind of fury, and Will got in instead. Elliot went and lay on the couch. The cat, thinking it was morning, wanted his breakfast and began crying. Will began crying and I began crying. He went back to his own bed. I fell asleep. He fell asleep and came back in at 5am. Can I go down now and see what Santa brought? Go back to bed. I can't. Go back to bed. I can't. I got up and led him back to bed, which by then had become a place of horror for him and a place of horror for me. Sitting up straight for the entire night would have been easier. He came back in again at 630 Now can I go down? Okay. Elliot was sleeping on the couch and I was getting ready to field questions about how Santa had slipped in and out without anyone noticing him. I've actually already been down, Will said meekly, and he began to list out everything he'd seen. The Lego set he wanted had been discontinued. Santa had splashed out more than he could afford and got him the Lego Simpsons Quickie Mart instead. It had cost poor Santa an awful lot of money and I had helped him by doing Saturday overtime. Will looked wistfully at the wrapped presents under the tree. Let's hope someone got me the stuff that I wanted, he said. He did brighten up briefly during Christmas mass when the local school put on a nativity play and the three kings were wearing crowns from Burger King. We ate dinner in my mother's kitchen, the smoking fire at our backs making no earthly difference. We ate fast because the pragmatist was impatient and because we were so cold our teeth were chattering. Moment's boiler was acting up and the windows were misted with condensation, and when I looked over, Will had fallen asleep in his turkey. I put him in bed with a hot water bottle, and then myself and Elliot drank some more wine and fell asleep on the couch slumped against each other. My mother watched the EastEnders Christmas special, which as usual involved people screaming at each other. They're like wild animals, she said quietly. We fell into bed and woke up feeling cooked because we'd forgotten to unplug the essential electric blanket. "'Please, can we leave here?' Elliot mumbled before falling back asleep again. "'We were woken at seven by Will, who had a roaring temperature now. "'He came bursting through our bedroom drawer with my mother close behind him. "'I feel like a million dollars,' he cried. "'He's raving,' my mother said, running after him. "'I feel like I'm in Enders, Elliot said. "'The pragmatist had already packed our bags. "'She was so determined to see the back of us. "'Happy New Year!' we shouted as we drove off, "'praying that Will wouldn't vomit in the back seat.' As the song goes, it really is the most wonderful time of the year. So wherever you are, whoever you're hiding from, whatever you believe, Merry Christmas from the Rosenblatts.